What's happening, guys? Happy bonus show. Yep, that's right. It is your boy. It is Memphis, and I am flying solo tonight for a bonus podcast. On this bonus podcast, I am going to be doing a Dynasty Veteran depth chart dumpster dive. We're going to go dumpster diving, looking for extra value here in the rookie season's kind of over. We're not quite to startup season. I guess if you're doing a startup, more power to you. But we're going to do the rookie version of this in about four days. So we'll be recording this live on Sunday evening. We'll be doing the rookie dumpster dive by depth chart show uh, to keep our player profiler streak of rookie shows coming. So what I've done is I've went through every roster in the NFL looking for value. This is really, in my opinion, one of the ways that you can make an absolute ton of value in dynasty leagues. Uh, I think knowing where snaps are, carries are, targets are, situations are, you can profit. Now, some of the guys that I'll cover tonight, you'll be able to to use if you're a contender and some of these guys we're hoping to catch a nice little uh we're hoping to catch a nice little flip opportunity i don't know that any of these guys will be on your roster in 2025 nor should they but if you're a contender needing a little depth these are guys that you can get super dirt cheap and i'm going to jump into those in just one second all right so what I'm going to do is just real quickly, I want to talk about the YouTube. So on Wednesday of this week, we switch hosting platforms here on the podcast for the last, uh, the last six years, five years, we have been hosted on Podbean. And as of today, we're now hosted on a different hosting site as we are moving more and more of our shows to the player profiler stream. Now, you don't have to unsubscribe if you're listening to this in podcast. It's always going to appear in Apple. It's always going to appear in Spotify. We're just working out the kinks. When you change your feed, uh, every podcast has an RSS feed, and that's what we recently changed. We were a Podbean-based feed. Now we're a Megaphone-based feed. So that was the hitch. That was the, the delay. And I want to give a big shout out to Chris and a bunch of the guys and our patron for bringing that to my attention. I was scrambling Wednesday night trying to get this uploaded. Uh, my bad. Uh, I took it for granted because I it, I saw 701 episodes of the Dynasty Warzone had transferred over to Megaphone from Podbean, but the most recent two, Monday's edition of the Rookie Rundown with Dallas and the Wednesday version of the Dynasty Warzone had had because I got it late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning. We did the switch over around lunchtime on Wednesday, and poof, uh, Wednesday show kind of disappeared. So we're working through some things. But one thing I will tell you: if you don't get the podcast on Wednesdays, it's gonna be on YouTube. We record live on Sunday night. So for some reason, you're a normal podcast consumer, like a lot of our patrons, and you're like, hey, Memphis, what the hell? Uh, where's the Dynasty Warzone? It's it's not there. This is why you, you, you subscribe everywhere. I, I say that because we're trying to drive subscribers, but I also say that because it's the backup to the backup. I do this with a lot of podcasts myself because 
I enjoy my content. I enjoy the podcast that I listen to, and that includes this one. But like I said, I got it last night. You'll also notice that the logo has changed. It used to be a uh, olive drab and like sand colored couple of football helmets. Now it's more of a Top Gun styled logo. So again, working through some things, but if we're not there on Wednesday, double, double check on Player Profiler's YouTube channel. But you didn't get this podcast that I'm doing right here on YouTube, on their YouTube channel. You got it on the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. I'm sitting here. I got my guy, Mike Kenny in the chat already. He's already talking. Uh, Chris, the guy who saved the day on the Wednesday show, he's in the group chat. He's watching live. Again, subscribe everywhere. You'll never miss an episode. You'll never miss a bonus. So I'm going to be talking about this on the Player Profiler feed on Sunday night. This is why you subscribe everywhere. So let us uh, let us do some dumpster diving. I do not have a, a good people, bad tweets. Uh, I do appreciate the DMs and comments about the one from Sunday. Uh, we don't go out of our way to find them, but when we do, we go out of our way to share them. So I believe I have 14, maybe 15 total total players I want to share with you guys, and I'm going to do these in kind of rapid order uh, as it's just me. And I know sometimes hearing a, a single voice on a podcast can be a little, eh, not always the best. It, it, it tends to work better with a co-host or in a group, but here goes. I had one quarterback for you, and it's Jacoby Brissett. If you're a contender, maybe you lost Tom Brady. Uh, maybe you got hurt by injuries. Maybe you carry a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo as a third QB. Man, g- give me Jacoby Brissett. I actually find it odd that he's not the starter. Because if you're Ron Rivera, it's pretty much win. And I think with a new with a new GM coming in and a new owner probably coming in, this is all uh, assumptive on my part. I'm assuming that the new owner who is coming in to replace Dan Snyder is going to clean house after this year. But if it were, if it were me, um, I'd be looking at Jacoby Brissett, Carson Wentz, unemployed, Teddy Bridgewater, unemployed, Matt Ryan, unemployed. And all of these guys didn't get the deal. Jacoby Brissett did. He finds a way. It seems like every year since that one magical year, He got to fill in for Andrew Luck the year he retired unexpectedly. And I think he's going to find a way to play six or eight games down the stretch, whether that be because Sam Howell gets hurt or struggles. And I I love Jacoby Brissett. Mike in the chat asked, what are my thoughts on Sam Darnold? I love him. I, I truly believe that he will probably start three to four games this year. And I could see him being like that that permanent backup type role. I could see him literally starting the season. I know everybody wants to believe in Trey Lance, and I understand. We all, as dynasty analysts, you know, a lot of people have a lot of a lot of Trey Lance stock saved up. But go listen to the Tuesday edition of the Three and Out podcast with John Middlecoff. He is a Bay Area guy. He is very connected. He also, on top of doing the Three and Out podcast for Colin Cowherd, he does a uh, 49ers-based podcast with a guy named Guy Haberman. He's very patched into the 49ers, and he doesn't really see a great future there for for Trey Lance. So I think Sam Darnold could be a guy that could, could steal some games this year and could certainly 
help you in a pinch. So, Mike, there's my answer. You know, I've always been a Sam Darnold guy. I probably always will be. But, yeah, for right now, uh, not a bad stash. Uh, this next guy, could not believe I had missed him. I have literally put in a trade offer on him everywhere I could. It's Keontae Ingram. He is listed as the backup to James Conner in Arizona. And James Conner is going into year seven. He was part of that really awesome 2017 running back draft class. But he's been pretty healthy the last couple of years. But he's, you know, he's he's fought some injuries in, in his career. And the other running backs on the roster in Arizona are Corey Clement, Tyson Williams, you might remember him from Saints fame a couple of years ago, and a, a couple of rookies. But man, this is a great spot. This is that always the guy who's a, a an injury away. And I think he'll get a fair amount of work this year. You're not hearing a lot about him on any other podcast. I'll give a shout out to our own Dallas Hyder. He mentioned him in our group chat maybe a month or so ago, and he's mentioned him before. So before it gets known that Keontae Ingram, now again, all these running backs could get nerfed by a Leonard Fournette, a Kareem Hunt, you know, a, a, a Zeke if they were to land there. But I don't think a, a team like a team like Arizona that wants to lose, I don't want to say tanking, but why would you invest in veterans if you know you're not going to win the division? Kyler's going to be probably on the pup for the first six games. I really like Keontae Ingram. And if they're having a bad season down the stretch, even if Connor's healthy, you may want to see what you have in this kid. And when the, the Kyler mega extension really kicks in, because Kyler still technically this year is on the last year of his rookie deal. And then, then the, the, the mega mega money kicks in and you got to have cheap players and, who better than, than a cheap rookie running back on a cheap deal? So I think we're going to see more Keontae Ingram than we thought maybe six weeks ago before the NFL draft, and, and he avoided a lot of real competition. Uh, next guy, another personal favorite from for me personally, Damian Harris. And I know, I know, but he's listed behind, you know, James Cooks, which I, I find to be wild. James Cooks only had. 50% or more of the snaps in any one given game last year. He was in that like 35-ish, the majority of the games that he played. And, you know, I like Damian Harris. I think he's a good football player. His biggest issue is, is that he's hurt. He played 38 games in New England for a tough coach in Bill Belichick, and he was listed as the starter in 34 of the 38 games that he suited up. And that was including 9 of 11 last year, and Ramondre Stevenson, if you ask the guy on the street, if you want to win a bar bet tonight, maybe you're watching the NBA playoffs, you're, you're knocking back a couple of a couple of pops and you're sitting there and say, hey, you know what? I'll just bet you Damian Harris had more starts, listed starts for the New England Patriots last year than Ramondre Stevenson. You'll probably win your next beer for free because Damian Harris last year suited up in 11 games. He was listed as the starter nine times. But that's the thing, is that he does have a, an, an injury issue. He's missed 14 of his last 50 games. So just shy of 30% of his games over the last three seasons. But, you know, Buffalo averages 26 rush attempts a game. At least they did last year. And Devin Singletary leaves behind 17, 177, excuse me, 177 total carries from last year. So, 
it's a good spot. I just got Damian Harris, so I'll, I'll share a trade that I did with you. I was in a league. We have a 113. It's 12 GMs, and I had the 113. I won the quote-unquote toilet bowl last year. And I'm on the clock, and I'm shopping the pick. And I'm going to talk about another guy here in just a second. But I traded 113, the 13th overall pick, for 203, which ended up being the 14th, 15th overall pick. The 13 throws me off. But I got back Damian Harris, Ben Skoranek, and the 113 trade for the 203. The 203 ended up being Devon A-Chain. So I got, I got two extra pieces on top of a guy that I was probably going to take at 113 anyway. So that's the kind of guy. This is the, Now, is Damian Harris going to help me get trade equity later? Maybe. Maybe I can get a second out of him, a 24-second to a contender if this team I'm talking about falls by the wayside but if not he he should if he stays healthy and that's a big if he should be able to contribute to my team this year um my next guy the gus bus gus edwards of the baltimore ravens we all know the ravens run the ball a lot 31 rush attempts per game last year in spite of lamar missing a bunch of games i don't know what new oc todd monken's going to do there with this offense but i do know they're going to be running the ball. They're not all of a sudden going to turn into the greater show on turf Rams. It's just, I don't see that in the cards. So this is a guy, I do believe he will be the second fiddle behind J.K. Dobbins, another year removed from his knee injury, but just a guy that is going to be able to contribute on a contending roster. And in Dynasty, we tend to play start 10, start 12, maybe even start more in some of your more older tenured leagues. And remember, the more positions you got to start, the more advantage the the educated gamer has. So a guy like Gus, totally, totally free. Get him as a throw in. And now's a great time to go get to go get these guys because they're free. You know, you, you can get them for like your rookie fourth. Yeah, you know, here's a fourth. Give me, give me Gus Bus. Okay. Now, this next guy, you're not going to get for a fourth, but he is one of two post-hype sleepers that I have on that I have on tonight's show. And that's AJ Dillon. Came in last year. He was listed as the next big thing in Green Bay. And you know, he wasn't great. He didn't smash his ADP last year. But man, I I love a bounce back. He sneakily played in 50% of the total snaps last year in Green Bay. And that's in spite of Aaron Jones playing all 17 games. And Aaron Jones was listed as the starter in all 17 games. But what's changed in Green Bay? I don't know. Hall of Fame quarterbacks now in New York wearing a different shade of green. How do you help a young guy? This, this offense is a variation of the Kyle Shanahan offense. And I think that you're going to get a lot of protection for Jordan Love with A.J. Dillon. And if you're in like that 205 range, 206, and like that's a range I've been getting some Roshan Johnson. If you wanted to mix it up there, maybe offer the 205, 206 and a super flex for A.J. Dillon. We know he's going to get the work. Aaron Jones, 28 years old. A.J. Dillon, 24 years old. And again, post-type sleeper, I think this could be uh, a nice opportunity for him. Uh, my next running back on this list here is Travion Williams of the Bengals. 
Uh, I've said all along, I'll say it again. I believe Joe Mixon is the man there in 2022, and then he'll be gone. Travian Williams has never done a lot as a pro, but he's listed third on the depth chart to Mixon and rookie Chase Brown. And, and I like Chase Brown, and I, I think that he'll be in the mix this year. I think they'll want to kind of like Keontae, kind of like Keontae Ingram. They're going to want to see what they have in Chase Brown. But, you know, Travion Williams is a veteran. And Samaj P. Ryan, now in Denver, he leaves behind 38 receptions on 51 targets. And as much as I like Chase Brown, I will say, let me read about his pass pro from Kyle Krabs of the Draft Network. This comes from his draft profile. And Kyle wrote, currently catches too many blows in protection, conceding space that could compromise his QB. Do I think Chase Brown gets on the field this year? Yes, I do. Do I think a guy like Travion Williams, who actually had a NBC player blurb on their Twitter feed the other day, again, he's free. He was on uh, at least half of my waiver wires. So he's a guy that I'm looking at. I can get him for free. Uh, same division, different running backs. Uh, I'm going to tip the cap again, although it's backwards, and my headphones are on my head. I'm going to tip the cap on Jerome Ford to the Podfather. This came in, come came up in a conversation he and I was having a couple of weeks ago, but I think he and then I may have missed Demetric Felton. You know, Cleveland averaged 31 rush attempts per game last year. It's pretty good. It was, you know, 31 rush attempts was in that top eight of the league, but I think they want to pass the ball more. I mean, we've seen the additions of Cedric Tillman. They traded for Elijah Moore. Uh, Amari Cooper's still there. Donovan Peoples-Jones still there. And Nick Chubb can catch passes, but he's not a pass-catching back. So Jerome Ford, great little pickup in case a Nick Chubb were to get hurt. But Demetric Felton, there's your pass catcher, guys. He caught 18 of 21 balls as a rookie, missed a lot of time last year. But Demetric Felton, he had 55 catches in one season in college. And Dearness Johnson, Dearness Johnson's gone. He's now in Jacksonville. So the backup duties in Cleveland are wide open behind Nick Chubb for Jerome Ford and Demetric Felton. And in, in an industry league that I'm in with the Dynasty nerds, the me, I mean, I'm, I'm in there. I'm as guilty as everybody. The Dynasty Happy Hour, Dynasty Trade Calculator, Dynasty Theory, all these Dynasty podcasts. Demetric Felton sitting on the waiver wire. And it's like, Pretty awesome. I'm, I'm going to be taking, I mean, if, if you're dropping out of the live stream to go try to see if Demetric Felton's available, it's a steal. It's absolutely a steal because he's free. He should be a throw in. You can get him for a fourth in the, in these rookie leagues. I, I am lowballing Jerome Ford and Demetric Felton left and right. Next guy, Corderell Patterson. And you may say, but wait just a damn minute. Didn't they draft? A guy named B. John Robinson? They did. Didn't they have a rookie last year, have over a 1,000 rushing yards and a pretty productive season in uh, Tyler Algier? They did. But Scotty Miller, currently listed as the slot wide receiver, that's not really Scotty Miller's bag. He's more of like a speedy burner type guy. And remember, Corderell Patterson came into the league as a wide receiver. In, in these leagues where you have to start three, four, wide receivers 
a, a sneaky guy. You can probably get him for, for next to nothing. I think he'll be involved. Atlanta is one of the teams that use three wide receiver sets the least. And Mac Holland, uh, Mac Hollins, excuse me, is listed as the wide receiver two behind Drake London. I still think you'll get games where you can use Corderell Patterson, especially in a dynasty best ball. So not the biggest hit on this list, but a name worth noting, because if you, if you can't beat out Scotty Miller for a starting wide receiver job, might be time to hang him up, you know, for, for Corderell going into what I believe is his 11th season. Uh, next couple of guys, getting a little excited about some of these more than, uh, than Mr. Patterson, but Gabe Davis, he's a post-hype sleeper. He's a guy that I think will fall down the the depth chart, not the depth chart, down the dynasty depth chart. People won't consider him the value that he is because they still have Stephon Diggs. They drafted Dalton Kincaid, but outside of that, guys, who's left? Yeah, that, that, exactly. No, no one's really left. So last year he played 85% of the snaps and still had 93 targets. So you can literally get this guy probably for like a 2-3 turn pick in rookie drafts, like that 2-10, 2-11 in that range. And this is the kind of this is the kind of offense you want to you want to be a part of. Uh, top of my head, Buffalo was top six last year in pass attempts. And you know he's going to be involved. You know he's probably going to win you a week or three. So didn't quite live up to the hype that he had this time last year going into the dynasty offseason, heading toward training camp. But again, like A.J. Dillon, those guys that disappoint a little bit from one year to the next tend to become a value. This next guy I really like, and I, I got him a lot, and I've not heard a lot about him, but I think he's in a great spot, and that is Rashid Shahid, the listed slot wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Now, I also threw on here by proxy Jawan Johnson because he's listed as the starting tight end. Tyson Hill's behind him, but they did they did trade away uh, Adam Troutman. Adam Troutman now in Denver. And, uh, oh, excuse me, Foster Moreau. I was drawing a blank there for a second. Foster Moreau, he did sign a three-year deal, but he's battling leukemia himself, so I doubt we see him in 22. So I threw Jawan Johnson on here. Uh, just as uh, just an in case or just in, you know, just to make sure we don't forget his name. But Rashid Shahid, guys, love it. Absolutely love it. He played a 45% snap share last year, and he didn't really start playing until week seven. And from week 11 on, he saw 63% of the snaps or higher. He really came on last year, and it was only in 2021 that Hunter Renfro out of the slot had a wide receiver 11 season with Derek Carr as the quarterback. And it's going to be Shahid and Jawan Johnson over the middle. Uh, I do expect Michael Thomas back. Uh, we all love Chris Olave, uh, awesome wide receiver one in a, in a dynasty startup. But this is a great spot, and not a lot of people are talking about him. That year I was talking about with Hunter Renfro, he had 128 targets. He caught 100 of them. Now, do I think that Rashid Shahid's going to backdoor a wide receiver one season like, like Hunter Renfro did? Probably not, but he's a guy that could be a very useful wide receiver three type in a league where you have to start three or four wide receivers. I think he's a steal. Another guy, I mentioned him earlier. I got him in a trade. I moved back four spots at a draft. 
Still got Devon A-Chain. Feeling really, really good about that. And picked up Ben Skaronic. Now, Ben Skaronic is listed as a starter. And as we know, Allen Robinson, now a Pittsburgh Steeler. And he listed as a starter with Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson. And you say, well, but Memphis, wouldn't Van Jefferson be the wide receiver too? Yes. Wouldn't Tyler Higby be listed as the third passing option? Probably. But do you know which team led the league in three wide receiver sets, a.k.a. 11 personnel last year, at a 91% clip? That was the L.A. Rams. Even when even when Stafford got hurt, they still ran three wide receiver sets. Even when Cooper Cup got hurt, still ran wide three wide receiver sets. Ben Skoranek's going to be on the field, and he's going to catch footballs. He is literally, if, if you're starting four wide receivers, and I, I've heard Matt Kelly, the podfather, I've heard him say this, that a ton of his leagues do. Give me Ben Skoranek because you're going to need him and he's not going to be like a steady producer, but he's the kind of guy that given the volume of this offense and given the way that they deploy their personnel, Ben Skoranek's going to be a steal. And guys, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't on half of your waiver wires out there, kind of like Demetric Felton. So go out, find Ben Skoranek. And if Ben Skoranek were to be on the field when Cooper Cup got injured, I think you, you got yourself a little play. So I don't normally handcuff in seasonal leagues, but if you want to handcuff a Cooper Cup in Dynasty, or again, use him as a, as a fourth wide receiver in a deep starting league, Ben Skoranek's a steal. This next guy, uh, he's someone that we really like coming out as a rookie. He tore his ACL in 2021 and still did okay last year, and that's Michael Gallup. Now, I think everybody's obviously expecting a huge year out of, out of uh, C.D. Lamb. They brought in Brandon Cooks, and, and I get that. But don't forget, Michael Gallup was you know playing on a fairly recent ACL last year. And in spite of that, he still played over 800 snaps last year, coming off the ACL, which was fairly late in the season the year before. And then in 2020, Michael Gallup played over 1,000 snaps. In 2020, he led all Cowboy wide receivers in snaps played with 1,000. Add into that that Dalton Schultz is gone. They got a couple of young tight ends in Schoonmaker and Turd Ferguson You know, at tight end. There's going to be touchdowns, and we know Dak is productive. He's going to put the ball. He's not a running quarterback. So for me, again, he kind of feels like the forgotten guy, and I think he'll be the cheapest. I think if you were to ask a fellow Dynasty GM who's the cheapest, you know, or, or to rank these wide receivers by Dynasty value, Lamb, Cooks, Gallup, I have a feeling that Gallup will be listed as the third one. And that's fine. Always give me the cheapest option. Last two, I got a couple of more tight ends for you. I did mention Jawan Johnson just a bit ago. Austin Hooper, kind of like Sam Darnold. Uh, Austin Hooper is a lot like my version of the guy who won me a lot of money. That year, like three years ago, uh, his last year in Atlanta, when Austin Hooper finished as like the tight end six or something that year, he won me so much goddamn money and, and tight end premium, and, and I will never not love him for it. Uh, I know they drafted Michael Mayer, but I do believe that you'll see a lot of two tight end sets in the desert uh, with, with Josh McDaniel there. And 
kind of like we saw last year with Trey McBride. There's another name I'll throw out there, Trey McBride. He's technically a veteran, but he'll technically be behind Zach Ertz, who's like 30, 33-ish, coming off of an ACL in his own right. So I'll throw Trey McBride out there as well. But, you know, I think Austin Hooper will get some some love here in the desert and at the tight end position where any touchdown basically gives your, your tight end a, a top 12 week. If you don't have one of the big guns, you know, you don't have a, a Kelsey uh, – an Andrews, a Kittle, a Hawkinson. You know what? Give me, if you don't, how about this? If you don't have an ace, give me four deuces. Give me, you know, four guys that I can rotate in and out based on matchups, just enough to pull what little hair I have left out. And my last guy for you guys tonight is Logan Thomas. I didn't hear a lot from him last year. I think it was partly because of the quarterback and the quarterback shuffle, but he also missed a handful of games, and that offensive coordinator is gone. Scott Turner is gone. Uh, they've brought in a new offensive coordinator in our nation's capital. And in spite of all that, Logan Thomas still led the commandos in tight end uh, snaps played last year in spite of missing those three games. I do want to give a shout-out to uh, my buddy Kyle. Uh, one thing I love about our patron and um, the, the game of Dynasty is it, it provides conversations. And not just text and DMs, it, it, it provides real conversations. And Kyle is a, a longtime friend, league mate, and, and he and I were talking today, uh, you know, as I get stuck in my commute on the way home, and, and we were talking about Logan Thomas and about the premise of this show. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to throw out the name Kyle Turner. I'm sorry, excuse me, Cole Turner. Kyle mentioned Cole Turner, not the other way around, but Cole Turner. He was third on the commandos last year in snaps played at the tight end position. I haven't had a chance to do a lot of uh, digging into him, but guys, I, I'm looking again, Gallup, um, Hooper, Logan Thomas, some of these older guys, Corderell Patterson, Gabe Davis, I'm, Damian Harris. I'm looking to have these guys on my contender that can help me win a ship, especially in deep leagues, you know, stack all these veterans that are just going to be in the mix scoring fantasy points and what could be a split workload like Damian Harris could be a majority workload. Should the injury luck fall his way? Same thing with Gus bus, same thing with uh, AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon's kind of in the, the middle of those two things. I think he'll have standalone value, but I do think that he's the veteran whose value could go up. Uh, you're not going to get a lot for Travion Williams, but uh, you know, and, and same with Gabe Davis. But if Keontae Johnson gets off to a fast start in the desert, say something bad were to happen to, to James Conner, and he you know twisted an ankle in camp, and this kid flashes a little bit in the preseason. Same thing with with Rashid Shahid or Ben Skoranek. These are the kind of guys that you can flip on an equity flip midway through the season because in those deeper leagues, someone's going to need a. Uh, a, a wide receiver, they're going to need a running back and a guy like Ben Skaronic, who's probably on your waiver wire right now, or you can get for a fifth round rookie pick right now. You could maybe flip him in season for a 24 third or a 24 second. You never know how desperate another GM will be, especially in like start a lot, 12, 14, 16 GM leagues. This is why I like to go dumpster diving. I am a, uh, I'm not really like, like like the flea market, you know, like you, you go, you, you you look through a whole stack of records. Maybe you'll find an old Beatles album. You you go to a comic book store. You're looking for a, 
you know, a, a, a classic Batman or Spider-Man or something. That's what I'm doing here. I'm deep diving. I'm dumpster diving. I'm going way into the back and I'm looking at things that are cheap that I can turn a profit on or use as a way to help me win. So wanted to get a little bonus content out there for you guys. Uh, and I do have an update in the, the YouTube live chat from Chris. He says the uh, Apple podcast has updated. So it looks like the stream has been corrected. Again, by this time this podcast comes out, it'll come out on Friday due to the stream scenario. But this this will be a podcast on on Friday, and this is the, the, nothing's going to change, guys. It was a little hiccup due to a hosting thing. You can get everything always early on the the YouTube channel and soon to be ad free. Um, we will be putting some national based ads in the show. Uh, as we move forward, as we grow, but you know, on YouTube, early and ad free, the the main show, the Wednesday show, live on YouTube. Yeah, you get to hear a word or two from the Podfather, but guys, there are so many advantages to subscribing everywhere. Subscribe in the car on your podcast player, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google, everywhere, everywhere, and leave a review everywhere. It helps the show. So I'm going to get out of here. I don't want to forget to, to mention the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Shout out to Mike and Chris from the Patreon for bringing the whole issue to me to make sure I relaunch those shows. I'm actually going to relaunch Dallas's show as well because for whatever reason, it's not in the feed. So I'm going to go back, re-edit that one. That will be up this weekend as well. So been a confusing week. Guys, we're going to have a huge season. I have a new show. A, it'll be me, but it will be with some guests. I will be hosting a show on the Player Profiler Network only. It'll be in their podcast queue. It'll be on their YouTube channel, and it's going to be called To Be Determined, but it's going to be a commissioner-based show, and it's going to feature me, and uh, I'll have a lot of guests, a, a lot of great commissioners trying to help you guys be better commissioners or expect more out of your commissioners. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Thank you for all of the support. I see the numbers every day. Uh, I'm proud to be aligned with a group over at playerprofiler.com. Tremendous support from Theo, from Billy, from Matt, from Cody. Everybody over there has been tremendous. You all have been tremendous, but I've been rambling for about four minutes too goddamn many. But on behalf of the not here, Jerry, we appreciate you. And remember, here at the Dynasty War Zone. We're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll see you back here. Eh, we'll just say Sunday on YouTube, playerprofiler.com. Later, guys. Have a great weekend. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak